Welcome to Anchor Daily. My name is Scott Chambers, and today we'll be reading from the book of Joshua. Heard about the God of Israel and his amazing works on Israel's behalf. Things like how he led them out of captivity in Egypt as they made their way to Canaan, the land God had promised to Abraham and how he parted the Red Sea to make safe passage for them to escape Pharaoh's army, which was in hot pursuit, and how once they had passed through, he let the waters return, drowning them all. Because of knowing these things, this seeker had already concluded that the God of Israel is the true God, and that he has great power on earth and in heaven. This seeker's name is Rahab, and she was a prostitute. Prostitution was a common profession in Canaan, a morally corrupt society in which sexual promiscuity was rampant. But God was drawing Rahab to himself, and Joshua too tells us her story. Joshua had sent two of his men to spy on the city of Jericho, the lead city in Canaan, where the king lived. Their assignment was to find out where the city was vulnerable and to report back to Joshua. It was a dangerous mission because the king and his generals knew that Israel would be coming to search out their land. Everyone was on the lookout for spies from Israel. Rahab ran a guest house, and the two spies found their way there to lodge. But word got out that two strangers who were probably spies had gone there. The king immediately sent word to Rahab to bring them in to him. But instead, she hid them in stalks of flax on her roof, and cleverly told the king that the men had already left the city and that he should pursue them. And he did just that. As a result of this diversion, the men were able to successfully complete their spy mission, and the rest is history. But let's focus on Rahab and her spiritual journey. When Joshua attacked Jericho, he spared Rahab and her family, and they ended up settling down with the Israelites, becoming members of their community. She grew in her faith in God and eventually married a man named Solomon. She then gave birth to Boaz, who was the great-grandfather of King David, who was in the bloodline of the Lord Jesus. So, she's part of his genealogy as well and is listed as such in Matthew 1.5. She's also named in the so-called Faith Hall of Fame in Hebrews 11. And her courageous act was used by James in the second chapter of his New Testament letter, to illustrate that true faith in God is accompanied by good works. All this from the life of a prostitute who was also a seeker. There are some really powerful lessons here for us today. First, no one is beyond the long arm of the Lord. We may look at people of ill repute and judge them to be unredeemable. But the Lord Jesus died for the sins of all people, and his spirit is at work in the lives of all kinds of people, seeking to draw them to himself, even those we might think are unreachable because of their behavior. When Jesus was on earth, he spent time and shared the good news with tax collectors and sinners, but he was criticized for doing so by the religious establishment. We should do the same. He's working in the hearts of people who wouldn't be welcome in some churches because of their lifestyles. But he loves them just as much as he loves those who are morally upright. He is passionate to redeem them and to start a relationship with them that will last for all eternity. Second, true faith is demonstrated by good works. James is pretty blunt on this point. He writes, 
you see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. In the same way, was Rahab the prostitute not justified by works also when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without works is dead. That's James 2, 24 through 26. Our works alone won't save us. However, if our faith is totally devoid of good works, it's possible that our faith is not genuine. True faith is accompanied by good works for the sake of others. They come as a package. And when God's kids live out their faith by loving actions, people notice and God is glorified, meaning that he is made known for who he really is. This is a powerful way that we can be salt and light in a decaying culture. Please join me in prayer. Lord, we thank you for Rahab and how her life was changed in visible ways as you draw her, draw her to yourself. Help us to see people around us who are like her through your eyes of compassion. People we might not naturally be drawn to because of the way they live or think. Help us never forget that you love them just as much as you love us and to invest in them and share your love with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.